Outbreak MMA podcast. With me is a lovely Ferrari. And we our are... producer that just took off. Yeah, I think. And our of... and our assistant who gets upset every time we do this. Yes. <laughs> but to be fair, groin shots are illegal here. You hear that, Jacare? No. Okay. Uh so anyway, last night. Uh, was UFC Vegas 22 from the Apex Center. Um, uh, I killed you on fight picks. Yeah, you, you killed a lot of people, actually. You did really good. I I made some good picks. Yeah, you made some really good picks. You did really, really good. And then Kevin had to go and screw it all up. <laughs> um, but uh, it, it was, overall, it, it was it was a good fight night. Um, uh, there... You know, as with every UFC event lately, there wasn't without some controversy. I don't know if you've seen this, but uh, uh, the Cheyenne Bites, Bits, I know it's not oh, Bots, but... but Buys. Buys, that's who it was. Um, uh, she, was uh, she was fighting someone that she actually was a training partner for her. Well, this totally changed what I had up on the screen before. Um... But oh, we'll, you just need to scroll down. That's we'll, all. We'll, okay. Yeah, we'll scroll on. Yeah, uh, Cheyenne versus Montserrat Ruiz. Ruiz. And, I, you know, here's the thing. Her husband mm. uh, fought earlier. Um, JP Bias, yeah. And he lost to Bruno Silva. Um, and, and it was, I mean, you know, he, he got knocked out in the second round. Yeah, you know, I it mean, was a TKO by it, punches. It happens. Um. <laughs> And I, I even made the comment, I think, to you, actually, that, you know, I, I don't know if he should have came out and cornered her after the fight, but you made a very good point, and they've got a good relationship, so, you know. They were supporting each other, yeah. I mean, yes. well, other because other fighters have done that when they've been on the same card before. Yes. You know? So it's it's not like I mean it doesn't happen all the time but you know I it just was you know a husband and wife but um that well yeah it was an interesting fight because Ruiz uh you know Montserrat Ruiz um or Ruiz I believe it is Ruiz um, you're gonna have to learn how to speak Spanish soon I know I know <laughs> I know uh really just dominated. Uh, top position. Um, didn't really do anything spectacular, to be honest. I, I actually thought it was somewhat of a boring fight. But at the very end of it, um, Ruiz was on top of... As a matter of fact, this is the one that I tweeted Paul Felder because... Uh, um, oh, yeah, the, about the tattoos. Uh, uh, yeah, about the tattoo because uh, Vise has a tattoo of Pennywise from It and Ruiz had a tattoo of Captain Spaulding from the House of Rejects series. House of a Thousand Corpses. Um, House of a Thousand Corp Corpses, Devil's Rejects. I say it's Devil's Rejects because of the mm -hmm. family, but regardless. Um, as Ruiz was getting up, it looked like she spit on buys. And that caused, you know, a little bit of controversy at the end. Um, that and, and, and stopped it. But, you know, again... Uh, it's, it's one of those things where, uh, I, I wouldn't be surprised if the, if the, uh, uh, if the commission looks into it because, uh, you don't do that. No, no, never, never. Nope. Um, I won't finish the rest of it, but there were some bonuses and then we'll go through the rest of the card. Um, actually, was that the only bonus? Um... Uh, forgive us, guys, because, okay, no, there were a few bonuses. Uh, okay. performance of the night, 
uh, went to Grant Dawson. Um, another performance of the night went to Max Griffin. Um, I'll tell you why in a second. Um, performance of the night, uh, Adrian Yanez. Um, and another per, uh, performance of the night uh, for Bruno Silva, who we mentioned faced mm-hmm. uh, uh, JP buys. Um, so there was no fight of the night again. No, but Grant Dawson, he finished uh, his fight. Um, uh, this this actually was pretty cool. Um, I was actually pretty excited about this. This um, is Leonardo Santos. Oh, yeah. Uh, literally with one second left in the third oh, round. Oh, yeah, I remember that. And, yeah. and he just, I mean, he was hammering away, but... Um, it honestly, I mean, it was a very close fight. It was an entertaining fight. It was very close. Um, I actually thought Santos was, was winning. Um, you know, I, I thought it, it was going to be, uh, um, 29, 28, uh, uh, Santos, but, uh, I guess two of the judges actually had Dawson up 29, 28, uh, if it would have finished. But again, you got to finish with the with the punches. Um, you know, you also had uh, uh, you know Silva second round knockout on JP Buys. Um, actually, Roman uh, Dolides <coughs> uh, lost to Trevin Giles, so he's not undefeated anymore. Oh yeah. Um. Uh. Tai Tuvasa did what Tai Tuvasa always yeah. does, and and forty nine no. seconds. But here's the with Tai Tuvasa is he definitely has been working on those leg kicks because actually what hurt uh, Hunsucker worse than the punches I think might have been those leg kicks. Uh, the mm-hmm. first couple uh, calf kicks he got, and then he got a, a kick higher up on the leg, which he can't really check those, uh, and and that really really did a job on Huntsucker and pretty much sealed the deal for Tuavasa that was looking for a, a sneaker and beer. Uh, of course. You know, so he could do his shoey. I'm sure he did one in the back later or went mm-hmm. out. Uh, and then again, I mentioned uh, Adrian Yanez uh, got uh, performance of the night against, uh, he was facing uh, Gustavo Lopez, uh, and he knocked him out with a uh, punch uh, 27 seconds into the third round. Um, the other two fights, uh, Max Griffin, we mentioned too, he got performance, uh, performance of the night. Uh, he knocked out pretty viciously too. Mm-hmm. uh, song, uh, Keenan, um, with, with a couple punches at 220 of the first round. And then of course you had your main event, uh, which was, uh, Derek Bronson versus Kevin Holland. Um, Guys, if you haven't seen Kevin Holland fight, now he lost last night. Brunson, Brunson won. Brunson fought a very smart fight. He didn't let Holland get in his head. Um, he, he fought a very intelligent fight. Um, he maintained top, you know, top dominant position for most of the fight. But Holland is entertaining as hell. Um <laughs> He sits there and he and he talks trash to to his opponent, you know. Um, most rounds, because uh, uh, Khabib, uh, we know Khabib. Khabib, <laughs> Khabib was ringside, guys. I am horrible at pronouncing names, so I apologize. Um, you but, just have to like, like Bruce Buffer says, like the harder it is, like the you just kind of like. Spit it out, like you know. Like, well, and I, I don't. At him. <laughs> I don't have the luxury of taking a couple days to learn these guys how to pronounce these guys' names, like some, like some of the broadcasters mm-hmm. and 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 Buffer does. But um, you know, Bronson defeated Holland by unanimous decision, but it kind of was Holland's fault. Yeah, you know, Holland was more interested in talking trash than doing what he does best. Uh, and Bronson did, you know. Did an excellent job of taking Holland down and keeping him down. Um, it was a good fight. I, I thought it was entertaining. I don't think it was all that close at all. I mean, you had 49-45, and then two of the judges scored at 49-46. Um, so it definitely wasn't really all that close, mm-hmm. but it definitely was a fight. Um, you know, a good fight. Um, honestly... One of the fights I was really looking forward to was uh, Macy Chason versus uh, Mary Renault. 
Oh yeah. Um, I actually thought that fight was boring. Um, well, there was just nothing spectacular in it, you know. It, it, not that these aren't good fighters, but no, it no, just, no, they're both you know, great fighters. It 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 wasn't, you know. I mean, it was close too. I mean, it was by unanimous decision, but all three judges scored at twenty nine twenty eight. So. You know, I mean, it's, it's, you know, it's just sometimes, you know, you don't get something spectacular, you know? No, um, no. But, um, I did think it was interesting that, um, the refs were very strict, um, about fingers, eye pokes and... Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, that was definitely something even the, the, the commentary team, the announce team was talking about is that you know, with the recent weeks of eye pokes and things like that, that they were, they had had a meeting, all the referees in the back saying, we're going to be really, you know, really careful about this and, you know, really by the book, you know? Well, you, you, you had, you know, Sterling and Jan mm-hmm. with uh, Sterling taking that knee well, to that, the side yeah, of the head. That was, yeah. um, <laughs> that wasn't fingers. That and again, was the knee to the head. I, I, you know, Look, I, I realize that the majority of people that listen to this are MMA fans, um, although I would think that they're probably more than casual fans. Um, but I really hate casual MMA fans because there's people that were sitting there and defending that and then you know, talking about other knee shots where it wasn't called. There's a lot of things that the refs have to look into. And here's the thing: if you've never been in in a in a in a competition where you had to deal with being, you know, dealing with strikes, mm-hmm. or if you've never refed, or if you've never practiced martial arts for an extended period of time, I don't mean that one week free class or free classes to to get you interested. I'm talking about actually doing it for you know ten plus years. Um, you're going to sit there and you're going to talk crap and say, well, you know, it, it, it wasn't intentional. No, what, what Jan did was intentional. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I don't think Aljamain should have gone and paraded around like he did and posed with family. I mean, look, nobody wants to win a title that way, but you're going to celebrate winning the title regardless because yeah. you're the champion at that point. Um, supposedly, he's not going to give Jan a, a immediate rematch. Uh, but again, when it comes down to it, yeah, fighters do have some say in who they fight, but it really does come down to, uh, uh, Gray Maynard, um, uh, and Sean Shelby, mm-hmm. uh, on who, and Dana White, you know, well, of yeah. course. Um, but there has been an increase in, in, uh, uh, knees to the head and eye pokes and groin shots and. The rest have been cracking down because here's the thing. Fighters are trying to, like, just walk that edge of getting, that razor's edge of getting an advantage. So the kicks are getting higher up on the leg because you can check a kick that's going at your calf. That's, that's I mean, it hurts, but you can do it and it, 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 it does less damage. But if you're getting a kick up on the thigh, you can't check those usually, especially higher up on the thigh. And on the inner thigh, you can't check those quite as easily. So fighters are going with those. As far as the eye pokes, and I can't remember who said this. I believe it might have been on Michael Bisping's podcast that he mentioned it. But I think he mentioned it because he was quoting, I think he might have been quoting John McCarthy. And Bellator, they don't really have this problem uh, as far as eye pokes. And one of the reasons they don't have that problem, I guess their gloves are made differently. So... You can't stick your fingers up. Um, a referee will tell a fighter, you know, they'll meet with the fighter and they'll tell them what they expect, but they will tell the fighters, look, you can't, because a lot of times fighters, they won't necessarily punch. They'll extend their arm with their fingers to get some reach mm-hmm. to find out how far the fighter is. Well, they'll tell the fighters, look, I want to see your fingers pointing up at the sky. If they're not pointing up at the sky, then you better have a fist um, because they're trying to decrease the risk of the eye pokes. And they should, if you, if you took a look at it, at, at Muhammad's eye poke, which mm-hmm. uh, I have a picture of actually. Oh, yeah. Um, 
I'm not going to post it on online because, well, I don't want to find offend anyone. Don't want to find anybody in Facebook have it, um, you know, covered up. This is a little bit hard to see, but he was bleeding from that area. I don't mm-hmm. know if it was the eyelid, if it, you know, it was he he does appear to be fine. He wants a rematch as soon as possible. Um, you know, uh, you know, against Leon Edwards, I guess Leon Edwards is, uh, kind of, uh, against that. Um, and to be honest, uh, I would be kind of against it too. Uh, below Muhammad is, is, is one tough dude and now he's pissed. Yeah. Um, so if I was Leon Edwards, I I probably would think twice too. But give it some time. <laughs> there, as you mentioned, the refs did have a meeting and they are cracking down on a lot of that. And I think they need to. Um, yeah. Nobody wants to see a fight end just because, uh, you know, uh, of an eye poke right. or a groin shot. Or... No, I mean, you want to see a, a, a finisher decision that, you know, is good. You know? Yeah, that, mm-hmm. that, that's an actual, like, valid decision. Mm-hmm. Um. Something else happened, and and again, I, I'm not going to go deep into this. Everybody knows how I feel about weight cuts, and with oh, COVID, yeah. it makes it more difficult because, you know, it is. It's difficult to sit at home. Yes, a lot of these fighters and and a lot of their sponsors uh, have, or their gyms, uh, you know, have helped them build uh, their own home gyms. Yeah, uh, but yeah, when you're sitting at home with your spouse and your kids or your friends or whatever, you know, that, you know, most people in the last year have taken to some sort of comfort food, Yeah, you know, and yeah. having like your favorite cookies around or, you know, like just because of COVID and everything and being stuck at home and yeah, it, it makes a weight cut a lot harder. You know, you, you have to take it upon yourself to eat exactly the way that you need you need to eat for your nutrition and everything but um uh i'm gonna i'm gonna try uh you can do it julia stoliarenko works for me (laughs) um if i butchered that name i apologize she collapsed actually twice at the weigh-ins um the first time she collapsed, they sat her down on the chair. They, they, they kind of. You're allowed to get woozy once. Yeah. You um, get woozy twice. But no. then, yeah, the second one, and that's the video. If you search for it, you'll find it online. Yeah. I'm not going to link to it. Uh, but if you search for it, you'll find it online. She, uh, actually, I might even put it on her Facebook page. I can't remember. But she collapsed a second time at the weigh-in. Um, and. It was scary, actually, yeah, watching it. it. Um, and, and you know, again, I, I mentioned before, and I've even posted the videos before of some of the weight cuts that uh, um, uh, jo- jo- Joanna uh, Jaworczyk's gone through, mm-hmm. the Cyborg's gone through. Um, personally, I think it's easier to, you know, to make, you know, to have your walk, you know, your walk around weight, your normal weight yeah. as close to your fighting weight as possible. Yeah, you shouldn't be dropping 20 pounds in a week to make weight and then rehydrating and refueling to get that 20 pounds back on for the fight. Like, that's... No, now, to be fair to UFC, though, when, after the weigh-ins, the fighters are given, um, I'll call it a goodie bag, but really what it is, it's almost like a nutrition bag. And it's so you can rehydrate and put some of that weight back on. Mm-hmm. There's some fighters that will put 20 pounds on from weigh-in to fight night. Right. Um, and you could tell, uh, uh, you know, that, that happened at the last uh, fight that uh, Israel Adesanya fought mm-hmm. uh, a couple weeks ago. Um, so, you know, again... Uh, that's that was that was interesting. That fight was canceled. You had four fights total canceled. We'll talk about this in a moment. But you had four fights uh, canceled or rearranged. Yeah. Um, one of which obviously was because of the weigh-in. The other ones were COVID related. 
You know, whether it be usually it's someone in the team and not a fighter. Yeah. Um, but that brings us up to the other news. What was the other news that came out last night? You wanna you wanna mention? It? Um, yeah. When was this fight supposed to go on? Was it supposed to be in Jacksonville? Oh, uh, that was supposed to be next week. Oh, next week. Next week in Vegas. Yeah. Oh, it was supposed to be at two sixty. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They they had breaking news, and actually it was funny because after they did the breaking news, then they had a commercial for yes. it, you know, yeah. for the fight because it it was that breaking. Um, Volkanovski was supposed to fight Ortega this coming Saturday. And they said that it had been canceled due to COVID. They didn't say who. Well, it came out this morning that it is actually Volkanovski. Yeah, who we, um who tested positive, right? Yeah, and it was it was a featherweight title defense, you know. And and I I actually I, I thought Brian Ortega actually stood a really good chance. Yeah, no, I know you were really looking forward to this fight. Um, so yeah, I was really bummed about it. But again. You know, hopefully, you know, Volkanovski, it's, it's, it's a, it's a very, uh, um, light case of COVID is yeah. probably the best way to put it. But I mean, it sucks because he came from Australia, right? Like, yes. And they're pretty strict in New Zealand and Australia both are, mm-hmm. are, have been pretty strict and been able to keep their numbers low. So that was kind of surprising that Volkanovski, um, contracted covid right well and obviously he tested negative before he left and he tested negative to go into the bubble and then he actually no uh, here um, it says right here uh he no did... it's no yeah it says he tested negative before leaving australia and before oh yeah entering that's the right. bubble that's right but that his test you know his latest test came up positive so he must have been you know, somewhere exposed to it, you know, and it just hadn't shown up on the test yet, which sucks. Um, because now he has to, hopefully, like you said, hopefully he won't have symptoms or he won't have, you know, bad symptoms. But in order to get back home to Australia, he's going to have to quarantine and have negative tests before he can fly back home. So this was like, a totally like I don't want to say wasted trip, but wasted trip. Yeah, you know because he can't fight. Well, he's gonna be recovering inside a hotel. Mm-hmm. I mean that that I mean obviously if if it's a lighter case and and hopefully it is. Mm-hmm. You know you never want to hear uh, um you know of anybody uh you know and I'm sure almost every single one of us is known somebody that's had to go to the hospital because of COVID. Yeah, uh, if not unfortunately died right hopefully with Volkanovsky it's it's a very um mild case he does not have any lingering symptoms uh time will tell um I really want to see the fight rescheduled I think it will be um because I think a lot of people want to see the fight and um you know again it it, that gives a, a a much different picture to the featherweight division as well so We'll see. Obviously, you know, we wish Volkanovski the best and, and so on and so forth. Um, UFC 260 is in Vegas. Mm-hmm. But UFC is going to be, uh, you know, one of the, one of the first sports <laughs> or trying to be one of the first sports to allow fans in. Um, I uh, you know, I, I one of one of the greatest things I I've I've heard I and I by greatest I don't mean good, but I mean it was a good analogy. Um, was you know Michael Bisping said as far as the shows in Jacksonville and Houston, the UFC 261s in Jacksonville, um, and UFC 262 is in Houston. For those that don't know, Florida, Florida's a wild west when it comes to this stuff. They don't care about it. Our our governor is like a conspiracy theorist, so <laughs> he doesn't really believe in masks and social distancing. And you know, I, I, I I'm pretty positive that you know, if his wife caught COVID, he would still stick his tongue down her throat, and you know. It's um, gross. Why are we ta- why are we talking about this? I'm saying that because <laughs> when you're sick or I'm sick, we avoid kissing each other so we don't get each other sick. Yeah, I don't want to think about DeSantis and his wife making out. I don't want to. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But regardless, Texas 
is going the way of Florida where everything's wide open. Um, you know, and that, it, it, that kind of leads it up to the businesses. So uh, Dallas initially turned them out turned them down. Obviously Houston said yes. Um, 260 in Vegas. Uh, let, let's talk about that. Okay. First, and then okay. I have a question for you regarding fans being let in. Uh, but I mean, 260. Uh, you know, I, I'm I'm taking a look now with the early prelims. Um, I mean, they all look like good fights again. Yeah, casual I, this looks fans. Like a card that I'm gonna be interested in. So, well, I'm I'm happy to see Jillian Robertson and Miranda Maverick. Uh, you know, they, that fight going on, because uh, the last fight Jillian Robertson was supposed to fight, I believe, got canceled, if I'm not mistaken. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm happy to see that. Um, and when we look at the prelims, uh, you know, we'll, and I'm sure this is going to fill up, too, as we get closer, because I'm looking at the prelims and there's only three fights on the prelims, and I know that there's going to be more than that. Yeah. Um, especially because you had Volkanovski and Ortega canceled. Well, They're gonna have I'm, to move a fight up. Yeah, and I'm I'm wondering if they can find an opponent for Ortega because you know if he's ready, you know. They and they might they they may be able to um because it, it's it's still a week out. Uh, but you got Jared Gooden uh fighting uh uh I I. It's Abubakar. I, it's I believe it's Khabib's Prince cousin. Prince Abuba. <laughs> no, I, I believe it's Khabib's cousin. Yeah, Abubakar. Um, I got uh, this. I got this. He's he's actually really good. Um, you got Jessica Penny versus Hannah Goldie. Um, that fight actually should be really good. I'm really looking forward to that fight. Um, because I, I Goldie, I think it's overlooked quite a bit. Um, and Penny's definitely a, a very talented fighter. Mm -hmm. Um, and you got William Knight versus Alonzo Menafield. Um, you know, again, two very talented, uh, uh, fighters, you know, with that. Mm -hmm. And then of course you got the main card. Um, and we'll just make our picks. I don't know why we make our picks cause then we never really go um, I know we never really go over them, but it's just to you know. I don't want to talk any malarkey. Next, oh, he he's not worthy though. Oh, oh I, I got you, I got you. But Jamie, Jamie Malarkey is facing comma worthy. Um, uh, Rainbow Hair Sean O'Malley um is facing Thomas Amida. Um. Mm -hmm. That fight actually should be really good. Yeah. Um, I, I'm just wondering how O'Malley's leg's going to hold up because mm -hmm. it looked like his leg was still causing him some issues last fight, and that's what put him on, on the shelf before was uh, with the initial injury. Right. Yeah. Oh, um, and... What are we... What are we, we boring you? When, when, mm -hmm. No, when, I, when, I just... I haven't... Eden really today. So um Tyrone Woodley versus uh Vincent Luque. Um that fight again. Well, how do I say this? Um uh, yeah. Sorry, we'll, we're we're watching something else, but um, like Well I'll um, explain some of that when um, we're done. Ty Tyron Woodley can he like not just lay on his back and try to kick people like can he please what? fight? No, like, I mean, <laughs> he, he does do top dominant position, but like, I don't know, man. I Woodley is is very talented. He's very skilled, but I I hate watching his fights. They bore the hell out of me. Um, so hopefully Luke can kind of add some spices into that and make that a better fight. And then of course you got the main event. Which is uh, the heavyweight champion Stipe Miocic defending it against uh, very possibly one of the strongest punchers in the world, mm -hmm. if not the strongest puncher in the world, Francis Ngannou. Now Ngannou, I guess, is going to have Kamara Usman in his corner. 
Uh, and so hopefully that means Uganu actually will learn how to wrestle. Because here's the thing with Stipe. Stipe mm. is very well-rounded. Um, and if Francis is just going to go out and punch, I think you're going to see the same result as last time. Yeah. Um, I agree. If, on the other hand, Ngannou has been working on his wrestling like he said he has, then I think this fight has the potential to be very entertaining. I do not think it's going to go five rounds, though, at all. Um, I, and that's not because of Stipe. I just don't think Ngannou can last five rounds. Yeah. Um, I, I, if, if, if Francis can take out Stipe within the first two rounds, then he's winning it. But if it goes past that, I I will be shocked if Ngannou wins the title. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've seen that the last time. You know, as each round went on, Ngannou was getting more and more gassed. Yeah. So uh, I'm sure they're going to add more fights to this this week. Um if not, this is a really sparse card. Uh, and, you know, again, yeah, I'm going to order it, but we still go back to the whole $70 for this. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah, when actually, yeah. I mean, I thought like the last couple weeks of Fight Nights were actually, I, I don't want to say better, but just as good as. No, you know, I, I I agree with you. I I think <clears throat> I think the last couple of fight nights, and I think the, the, a couple of the fight nights that are coming up, yeah, are pay per view pay per view worthy, more pay per view worthy than the pay per views. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, again, we'll we'll see how this how this goes. Now, okay, so I've got a question for you because yes. I know my feelings on it, but I want your feelings on. it. Obviously, we know UFC 261 is in Jacksonville, mm-hmm. and UFC 262 is in Houston. Mm-hmm. So, and right. Dana, Dana White has made, I mean, there's no argument about it on his side. He's very committed to this, to packing the place. And well, I, think I mean, he will. if you're gonna, if you're going to move out of Vegas and go somewhere else, then, yeah, I mean, the point would be to have as many fans as possible. Um, But that makes it for, like, us, who would go as press, a little concerned about, well, what kind of safety measures, you know, and, like... I mean, are you going to be enforcing mask rules? Like, I'm, I'm sure that the, you know, the venue has its own rules, but, you know, I just, I, those are the things that I worry about is because when you're going to have that many people in close proximity, you're, you're putting other fans and your fighters and your staff and press and, well, everything, you know, like, in danger because, you know, what if somebody is asymptomatic? You know, that's that's really, you know, what all of these super spreader events has come. You know, people don't show up sick, oh, you know. That, was, that reminds me of what I was going to say. Go ahead. Go you know, ahead. but, like, people don't, don't intentionally, like, well, I mean, there may have been cases at certain events, but... In general, people don't go, oh, I think I have COVID, I'm going to go anyways. You know, they go, I'm not sick. Well, I don't, I feel fine, you know, like, so. Well, here's the thing with Florida, and mm -hmm. we even know someone that died because of this mentality. Mm -hmm. Florida has that mentality of, oh, it's just allergies, or Oh, yeah, I'm sick, but I'll just stay away from other people. And mm-hmm. and this is not something that you can do that with. So my question for you is, is it really the right time to fill arenas? I don't think, not it, saying, I don't think it's the right time to fill arenas because as we've seen the Super Bowl and, you know, um, you know, WWE WrestleMania is going to be in Tampa and they're going to have fans, but they're not filling to capacity. 
Um, it's it's not time yet. And those to, are outdoor. Yeah, it's not time yet to fill someplace, you know, to capacity in that close of proximity. And that's why I understand why Dana wants to start branching out because everybody wants everybody wants to feel like things are going back to normal, but we can't do that until we find out if we can do things, you know, kind of spread out, you know? Like, I think that... Because if they had fans in Vegas... No, they actually were going to. Well, that's what I don't understand. And I'm thinking it's the Nevada Athletic Commission said, no, you're not. Yeah, and that's the thing. It's like, I would have started, like, okay, let's see if we can have, you know, like, people sitting up in the cheap seats, you know, spread out, you know, uh, up in Vegas, you know, like, and just see how it goes for a couple of weeks, and if that goes well, then let's talk about, you know, branching out into other places. I just think that there is, there's a potential that this could be disastrous, well, you know? and what I initially heard was, and again, I, I, th- this is just a rumor, so it may be totally, totally mm-hmm. spot wrong, but what I was initially told was that, fans were going to actually be in the seats and right. press and dignitaries. When I say dignitaries, I mean fighters. I know Bisping's planning on being in the Jacksonville one because mm-hmm. uh, he loves Florida. I know there's a number of other fight. There's a lot of fighters in Florida that are probably going to be there mm-hmm. and probably filling up the floor. And of course, a lot of them intentionally stay away from events. Um, or stay away from places where they are more susceptible. And then you have, you know, you have people like me that um, I am high risk, you mm-hmm. know. Um, and so, you know, as soon as I heard it was going to be in Jacksonville or Florida, for that matter, you know. Um, and I'm willing to bet the reason why. And you mentioned masks. I'm willing to bet the reason why they didn't use Tampa uh, one, they already have a relationship with that place in Jacksonville because I think it's the same place they ran when they started up again. But mm-hmm. two, I think in Tampa you have to wear masks. Um, I, 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 you know, I think that is something that uh, the mayor, uh, right. and I forgot her name, is very adamant on. Um, you know, I know in St. Petersburg, uh, yeah, our mayor, mayor is Christman, very. Yeah, he he's very. Very you know, adamant on it. Yeah. I know in Houston, Houston's taking the same attitude as our governor is. I don't know if the city of Houston is, but I know Texas itself is taking the same attitude as Florida is. You know? Oh, you're fine unless you're 65 and older. Yeah. Yeah. Tell that to, you know. So, I mean. I, yeah. I just, I, I, I think that there's, you know, yes, People are getting vaccinated, but there's so many variants of the disease out there. People are still dying, you know, unfortunately. Well, and I... Um, you know, and... I mean, not, this really has... This has nothing to do with um, UFC, but it is a, an article that I read, and it's still on my mind. Um, the CEO of Texas Roadhouse mm. committed suicide because he had... What, what his family said was unbearable long-term effects from catching COVID. And that's something like, you know, so not only do you have to worry about long-term health effects, but to the point that you can't deal with it and you would rather be dead than deal with the long-term effects of this disease. Like, that's well, a whole other layer of, messed up you know it affects your lungs yeah it affects your brains it affects your Mm -hmm. neurological system yeah he had um it affects your heart i think it said unbearable tinnitus uh well yeah i mean that goes along with it after it so um that i mean that's 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 a clue that he might have had encephalitis which Mm -hmm. could have been brought on from from that um 
if you know me, you know I went to school about yeah. the brain. Yeah, um, but that's, that's what I, I worry about is, like, it's not just, oh, my God, you could die from COVID, like, when you have it. It's the, long- the long-term effects. Like, you catch it and you have these long-term effects. We still don't know how like what five years down the road or, you know, 10 years down the road, like, are you going to have organ failure? Because, you know, like, you well, know, that's, I mean, it, that's, you know, who knows? So that's why I worry about these, you know, like trying to get back to normal things, you know, it's, well, we all need to protect each other. Here's, I mean, here's something else. Here's some food for thought. When they run in Abu Dhabi, Mm-hmm. Um, rarely, I mean, it did happen a couple times, but rarely did you see fights canceled because a fighter or someone in their camp, uh, um, tested positive. you know, tested positive and, and, and had to be quarantined or sent home or what have you. Unfortunately in Vegas, you can pretty much count on four fights being canceled. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, and we've talked about this yes. in previous podcasts. I, you know, it's it's just not as restrictive of a bubble. No. As no. it is on Yas Island. <laughs> you know, well, like, I mean, you know. You're, yeah, you're you're isolated because it is an island at that point mm-hmm. and everybody that goes in and out has been tested. Um, in quarantine and everything else. And I'm not saying that we need to go back to that. What I am saying, though, is filling something to capacity uh, right away. Mm -hmm. um, You know, obviously, we're seeing fights canceled more often when when they're stateside. Right. And And you haven't even had an event where there's even been, like, a significant number of fans. No. Like, you're just going from zero to 360. Like, you know, like, it's... No, and actually, even even if we were in Vegas and we were to go to, you know, we were to cover Mm -hmm. uh, one of the, you know, one of the events at at the Apex Center, we still have to go through testing and, and as press... We still have to go through testing right. and quarantine. There's and no way else. they're going to require tests from fans. Not when they're they're expecting sixteen thousand fans. No way. Yeah, there's no way. Um, you know, but that you know, they're still. I mean, obviously, they're still going to do their protocol with their fighters and staff, and they're probably going to re- require tests for press. But you're not going to require testing for the sixteen thousand people who are going to be yelling and spitting droplets and well, like you know, and, that's, like, and that's why and that's and why eating and drinking and you know like well that's why originally that rumor that i heard was that fans were going to be sitting in the actual seats right and the floor was being reserved strictly for personnel dignitaries press mm-hmm. people that actually have been tested and everything like that i guess that's not the case now yeah i haven't gotten that confirmed one way or another that's why I didn't go in and request press passes for this. So we're not yeah. going to be going to the Jacksonville one. I want to see how it works first. Yeah, I just, um, I, 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 I'm nervous about the spreadability, well, you know, and I'm also, you, we, technically we both are high risk because yeah. I think I had it last year. So I probably already have damage from that. Well, you know? yeah, and I, and, and I, you know, obviously I don't want you to catch it a second time because right. most people that have caught it a second time have said it's even worse. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I remember and how these these new variants too, like which let me add because I'm glad you you brought that up again. Florida has more instances of the different variants than any other state in the country. Uh, so. You know, again, and, and I mean that's documented. It's it's it, you know there's mm-hmm. proof. All you got to do is search online for it. You will find proof through medical sites that 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 will back me up on that. Um, so those that want to not believe it because you believe in conspiracy theories, um, you know, uh, I don't know, become a shapeshifter. Uh, 
So I, I think we're both in agreement about that. I think it's the right time to start branching out and start putting on events in, in different arenas. But I do but not yeah, think... yeah, not to capacity. No, know? not to capacity. Um, got a couple more things we'll, we'll, we'll cover and then, and then we'll, we'll end this. Uh, that's cool. We actually might be under an hour. Um, yeah, you want to, we got uh, a couple things to finish up with. I do want to say though, Bisping, I think had one of the greatest quotes I heard regarding UFC 261 and 262. They're either going to be super events or super spreader events. Right. Yeah. It's going to be one of the two. Um, and, and. I'm hoping that they're super events and not super spreader events. I mean, I, I do. I worry about the fans. And I also worry about the fighters, too. You know, the fighters, um, you know, being in that environment um, are breathing in deep as well because, obviously, you know, you're, you need really good cardio for all that stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, and, you know, again... Um, that's something that that's of concern too when you have that many people there. So, um, caught a video of John Jones, and he definitely jabbing, does jabbing, look jabbing. bigger. Jabbing, jabbing. Yeah, it was. Yeah, he was. He was working. I was throwing throwing some jabs. Um, you seen it? And uh, yeah, I mean, well, he. The thing is, is he had like a cut off t shirt and baggy basketball shorts on, so. All you could see were his arms and his legs, and I didn't think that there really was much difference in the muscular structure of his arms or his legs. But you couldn't see, like, the definition of, you know... But, well, before... His he was, thorax. Yeah, you know? well, he was very defined. Now, I've seen other pictures of him where he looked jacked. Right. But... What we see in his video, he didn't look jacked. Now, for he those... definitely looks like the outline of him is bigger, but you couldn't see how defined it was because he was wearing a t-shirt with the sleeves cut off and, you know, well, and the baggy shorts. So There's been a number of people that said that, that what he might be doing is bulking up and then working towards turning it to muscle. For those that don't know, John Jones is moving from light heavyweight up to heavyweight. Right. Um. Uh. So I mean, he definitely looked bigger. I don't. I. I don't know if it was necessarily muscular bigger yet. Yeah. Um. I'm. You know. Again, John Jones does work out. I mean, look. John Jones has done a lot of bad stuff. In yeah. The past, I can't but... ever see John Jones like getting like fat like you know like no, no you know i mean he could have a few extra pounds on him and not be defined but i agree no so but yeah he did look like he had more to him than you know lanky john jones you know i agree um and we'll close with this actually um and i i'll admit i i was happy to to hear this to to <laughs> to 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 hear some to get some closure on it um Khabib is definitely retired yeah um he was he was there last night he's and this this has been the news all week long that Khabib has openly said only way he would come back is is for the fight against GSP it's not a money thing for him which we we thought I mean yeah. after after he fought his last fight um you know we we even talked about that we we really didn't think it was a money thing uh at all i think it has to be a fight that really kind of mm -hmm. uh well i just you know like i'm not really trying to like hit spoilers or anything but you know it was on friday i mean who does khabib think he is like the winter soldier like gsp <laughs> okay yeah <laughs> I didn't put two and two together, but mm -hmm. yeah, okay. Trying to trying to just, steal some just of that get thunder. on get on Disney Plus and watch Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Okay, well yeah, yeah, it's. Uh, we'll we'll, we'll yeah. add that just because we've yeah. got to go more. So that was so funny. <laughs> we watched we watched the Falcon and the Winter Soldier on Disney Plus on Friday. Yeah, the first episode. And we're watching the first episode, and I'm like, man, 
That guy sounds an awful lot like GSP. He's got a horrible Russian accent. It and and like I, had, I had been imbibing. So, I, you know, I'm watching it and I'm like, hmm. And then he spoke again and I'm like, are we sure that's not George St. Pierre? Because he has such a distinctive voice. So I get on the Google machine and I'm like, oh, that's right. He was in Winter Soldier and he was reviving his character for the first episode of Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I'm like, got it. Yeah. Yeah, so So it is. And good for him, you know, like it's nice to see him doing something yeah. outside of, you know. But with Khabib, yeah. back to <laughs> Khabib. Yeah. Khabib, Khabib is, is training kids. He's doing a really good job. Um, you know, Khabib would make a very good superhero or villain. Just I saying, agree. Just I, saying. Well, you know, I, 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 I like dog, but I have cats. <laughs> but I have cats. Yeah, um, you know? <laughs> no, yeah. I, I, I think that would be cool. I, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I agree with you on that. I I don't know if he has any interest in that, but I think that would be cool. I don't think so. I, I think I really think he just wants to train kids. Um, it's funny because last night, uh, um, uh, he, you know, uh, during during the the the. Uh, why am I drawing a blank? Last night during UFC. Uh, or yeah. During the press conference. No, during UFC. Uh, oh, Holland. Um, oh. I couldn't think of his name off. I, again, it, it, guys, my brain is mush. Um, uh, but Holland kept on yelling out to, to Khabib <laughs> and ask him, what do you think if I do this? You know, that like in the middle of the fight, he's like, <laughs> like trying to get pointers from Khabib and Khabib is sitting right next to Dana laughing about it, you know? Um, so I mean, it looks like he's enjoying himself and that's a good yeah. thing. So, okay, um, we're going to do another MMA podcast after the pay-per-view. Yes. I wish I could tell you a day. I don't know. We're usually pretty good about doing it on Sundays, but yeah. we'll see. So, see. See how the week goes. But, guys, everybody, please be safe. Again, despite what state you live in, wear masks, yes. practice social distancing, all that other good stuff. And, again, thank you for joining us. Actually, before I say this, you got anything else you want to add? No. Oh, awesome. All right. You can close it out. <laughs> Thanks for joining the MMA podcast, uh, Outbreak MMA podcast, and we will talk to you guys. Well, we won't really talk because you guys aren't talking back, uh, but we will deliver some more juicy, moist news next week. <laughs>